Welcome to the Boston Sports Syndicate Podcast, a production of the Syndicate Network. Boston Sports Syndicate. I'm missing you back to back to back to back to back. Nights in my place and I need you in my habitat. We don't need a time and a place so you baby face it. And now here's your host, Michael Travers. Welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate Podcast. Michael Travers with me. I have yet again Bill Travers. Bill, how's it going? My full name isn't yet again Bill Travers, by the way. <laughs> it's just Bill Travers, and I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I know we both have quick thoughts, but I believe both of our quick thoughts have to do with one of the teams that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, we're just going to get right into it. Let's do it. Once again, we are live on Twitch. So thank you to everybody who's tuning hey everybody. in. We did add we did add some new elements. There's some stuff along the bottom, and there's a nice cleaner look. Um, hopefully it looks better for everybody watching, not just us here on this screen, but hopefully it looks better for everybody watching. Um, what team do you want to start to talk about? Why don't we start talking about the Patriots? Works for me. So my quick thought has to do with uh, Kansas City Chiefs, actually, and Andy Reid's proposal to change the overtime rules. He wants to change it now so that both teams get a chance to possess the ball no matter what happens. So I know you wrote, you wrote about this. Yes. Why don't you give a brief overview in case anybody didn't read your article. I did. I'm not saying this for my own doing. <laughs> I did read it. Uh, anybody that didn't read it or had the, had the ch- didn't have the chance to read it, why don't you just kind of lay out what you, what you talked about and then your stance on it? So basically, as I said, he wants to change the rules rules so both teams possess the ball. Now, in the AFC Championship game, went into overtime, Patriots won the toss, marched down the field, scored a touchdown, game over, Kansas City's high-powered offense stays on the sideline, never gets a chance. Now he wants to change the rule. The rule was changed back in 2010. Yeah, it was just changed not too long ago, right? The old, yeah, to 2010. Eliminate, to eliminate the field goal? Because, yeah. Uh, the old rule was strict sudden death, whoever scored. And there was a uh, NFC Championship game between the Vikings and the Saints where the Saints did the same thing, came down, kicked a field goal, and Brett Favre, when he was with the Vikings, stood on the sidelines, never got a chance to touch the ball. Everybody thought that was an outrage, so they changed the rule that if you just kick a field goal, the other team gets the ball back, but if they score a touchdown, the game over. Right, which is the current rule. Which is the current rule. What do you Now, think? because that didn't work for the Chiefs, Andy Reid wants to change it. So what are your thoughts on them whining, basically? That's what that's what they're doing. It they're, is. They're I whining. Mean, right. What are your thoughts on that, and what are your thoughts on the actual rule itself? The rule itself, I think, is good. If you can't stop a team from scoring a touchdown, driving the length of the field and scoring a touchdown, you don't deserve to win. Stop them from scoring a touchdown. It's that simple. See, I don't agree. Of course you don't. <laughs> Which makes it interesting. I, I, both but, teams, but beyond that, I, I I can see a little bit of, you know, both teams should possess the ball, which is the college rule. It's a little different, but both teams get a chance to possess the ball. But the rule is what the rule is. Don't cry now because it didn't work for you, yeah. and now you want to change it. Yeah, that, that that's the bad look. Right, and that's the culture that we live in now is... We're not to blame. It's the rules, or it's somebody else's fault, and that's what really aggravates me. Way to make you it lost. The Patriots won fair and square by the rules. So now let's change them. Way to make it political. 
Well, it's not political. It's cultural. <laughs> it's cultural. But I think both teams should have the chance to possess the ball. So I think the the rule change the rule should be changed, in my opinion. But I think, don't change it just because you lost a game, right, the, To that rule, the, the look that's is, the bad look. The look is bad on the Chiefs because it just happened to them. Right. Now, if this now if this if this was like I don't know who's like some crappy team, the, the Arizona Cardinals wanted to change the rule, it wouldn't be as bad of a look. Although it would probably never affect them in any way, shape, or form. But but look at it from that perspective. Of so, the, oh, examine the rule, not just because not you be, just yeah, right. lost. Right, right. Be proactive, not reactive. Exactly. So, and when they changed it back in 2010, it was agreed upon that the rule, if you score a touchdown, game's over. That worked then. What's different now? Is it because the Patriots won? No. They also, that, won, that, they no, also no, no, won a no. Super Bowl that way, it's, if you recall, against the Falcons. No, no, it's it's not because of the Patriots. If, if it was because of the Patriots, then then... then Goodell would be the one that would be uh, be running the the rule change, not the person who the Patriots beat. It's just it's just Andy Reid or the Chiefs just whining because they lost in that exactly. fashion. Exactly. Now, to be fair, to be fair, if this had happened to the Patriots, Patriots fans would be calling for the exact same thing. Probably they would be saying that it's unfair that Brady had to sit there on the sideline and never get a chance to to do it. So, I don't want to hear from Patriots fans about how the Chiefs are whining and complaining because well, you just did because. Because if it was, because if it was, if the shoe was on the other foot, the same thing would be happening. Now, I don't, I don't, I guess I, I, I don't think both. Like I think both teams should have the chance to get the ball, but I also think that why, why not do something like soccer, where they play a complete overtime, and then the winner from there. So, in other words, what if you play it? What if you play a full ten minute overtime, and then there's strategy involved. There's, it's not just. It's not just first one to score. It's not if this guy scores and this don't. Like, there's an actual chance for you. Now, I know maybe only in the postseason you do that, where you play out the full 10 minutes. So it's, or 12 or whatever it may be. But then so you that always run the chance of it still ending in a tie after that 10 minutes. Right. And then you and can then go, you just, And you know why they don't do that? Then TV. you can go sudden death. TV. Then you can go sudden death. So what's the difference? So what's the rule then? Well, at least then you're giving both teams an equal opportunity in the in that ten minutes. In that ten minutes, and then you can so go. Then if then it's you, the, so what's the difference? Because then you can go to sudden death after that. And because, what's the difference? I mean, there, I guess there is none once you okay. get to that point. But how many games do you think you're actually going to get to that point? Well, if they're just exchanging field goals, I mean, in a ten minute period, you may only possess the ball once. So then, then you then you could come down to okay, we won the coin flip, we got the ball, we kicked a field goal. The other team. Got the ball. They came came down, kicked a field goal. Now you get the ball back with just enough time left on the clock. You drive down. You kick a field goal. Oh, you they win. had it twice. We only had it no, once. No, no, that's no, no, not no. fair. Because then it's clock management. Because then it's it, it's uh, it's that's no different than. I mean, I think uh, that's how is a that different s- than just stop them from scoring a touchdown? Because then, I mean, yeah, I guess that's one way to look okay. at it. But it's but, the rule. It's what the rule is. Yeah, I think it's going to be looked at. I think ultimately it's going to be fine. Changed. But it, it should be put in. It should be a moratorium on next year. You don't change a rule. Just because of a knee-jerk reaction. Well, like I, that. I don't. Is that how the NFL works? I mean, do they just do they just change? Well, the it's got to go to the rules committee, right? So yada, it, it'll yada, yada, be yada. a little bit before it gets changed. But I, I think a change will happen. It's, I don't know what it'll just, be. It's sour grapes, and it's a bad look for the Chiefs. Would you prefer the college football system? No. Do you like it just the way that it is? It it's the rule. It is what it is. Play along. <laughs> Play along. Like just because it's the rule doesn't mean that that, that that's how it has to be. I Every think rule no matter, is not perfect. The rule I, no, years not. ago was the first one to score, and they changed that. And and but you think no matter about, w- no matter what you make it, there's always going to be some scenario that's going to come up that is going to be an advantage. I'm not even going to say not fair, an advantage for one team over the other, just by the simple fact that you determine who gets the ball first 
based on a coin flip. But if you think, it, think about every other sport. Every team gets a chance, but it's but it's an even chance. Right. In, that's in what hockey, I'm saying. You have a face off. In basketball, you have a tip off. Not in baseball. Baseball, you flip flop. The home t- the home team gets last chance. Right. I mean, I, I don't care about the coin flip. I care about the actual overtime and the fact that it like sudden death should be like in hockey. It works because both teams have the have the have the ability to touch the puck in basketball. It's another quarter in soccer. It's another, it's another half in uh, baseball. I mean, each team gets an opportunity. At least the, if, if you do it this way in football, it would be just like basketball. Both teams get to have the ball and whoever has the ball last wins. But like, in baseball, it, the team could have the bottom of their order coming up in that extra inning as opposed to the other team having the top of the order or the middle of the order. So they have a better chance. There's uh, always going to be something. Uh, but, but if you make a rule, you stick with it. I think I think football, the overtime period in football is the worst one. And I think I think it does need to be changed. Now, I, I'm not saying it needs to be changed because the Kansas City Chiefs say it needs to be changed. Right. I say it needs to be changed because I just don't think in, – in a, in a world of, you know, everything is unfair, this actually I think is unfair to the team that doesn't – that loses the coin flip. And I stand by the fact that if it happens to the Patriots, which it hasn't happened yet to the Patriots, but if it did, Patriots fans would cry. There'd probably be a riot. Goodell's office would be on fire. If, I think if, it's already been burned down by Patriots fans. <laughs> if, if 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 that were to happen um, to the Patriots fans, they, they'd be pissed. But um, why don't you move on to your w- quick thought? My quick thought relates to the Red Sox, so I'm going to reserve it. So we'll we'll continue to talk about the Patriots, and I'll get to my quick thought once we start talking about the Red Sox. That was one. That was not a quick thought either. But they never are. <laughs> they're supposed to be. Last time we talked 30 minutes on college <laughs> basketball. <laughs> um, we'll talk about some other things with the Patriots. So uh, the deadline for franchise tag, has it passed or is it is it coming up? Uh, not sure on the franchise I want to say it was either it's either Sunday, which is today when we're recording, yeah. or, or it's within this week. Either way, it doesn't appear like they're going to use it. Right. Why? Because I don't think they value any of those players as being in that top echelon to get – the money that they would get under the franchise tag. What about everybody's number one, appears to be everyone's number one target for expiring contracts in Trey Flowers? Why wouldn't they use it on Trey Flowers? Because I don't think they think he's in that. And whatever it is, I don't know what the what the going rate is for a defensive lineman. But Do you think he's worth it? I, I, don't, I don't know I don't what the know number what the is, num- but just the fact to get him back, do you think it would be worth it? Well, you have to look at getting him back and where he may end up, which the rumor is he's going to go to the Dolphins. So now he's in your division. You've got to face him two times a year. So does that alone make it worth it? It should factor into it. Does it make it worth it? You Isn't also that have where what's-his-name just went? The coach? Yes. Oh, wow. Everybody's he's, he's, just going to the Dolphins. Huh? Right, and there's rumors of a couple other players on top of the coaches he's already pilfered. There's wow. rumors of him taking a couple other players with him. So. I can see them not using it on anybody else. I think, yeah, maybe the maybe the, the left tackle, but I think the left tackle, if you franchise tag a tackle, I don't like that's probably a hefty number. It's big money outside and, and outside of like a quarterback and probably just a quarterback. Other than that, it's probably the highest tag, right? I would well, assume it goes by the top top five, five salaries at that position. Right, March fifth is the deadline. Thank you, James. Which is this week, so I was kind of right. Tuesday. Guess I know my football. Um, Stranger things have happened. <laughs> um, I have on the agenda Gronk update, and and by that I just mean, do you think he's going to play next year? What do you think is going on with Gronk? Do you think he's going to play? And it's going to tie into something we're going to talk about in a little bit. But 
Do you think he's going to end up playing next year? I do. Two things on that. They released Dwayne Allen, mainly for salary cap reasons. Only for salary cap reasons because he sucks and he was making way too much well, money. Well, he sucks as a receiver. He's still a good blocker. Oh, with the blocking. It is part of football. Oh, yeah, I know it doesn't break. factor into the fantasy stats. Give me a break. He but sucks. But it is, it is part of real-world football. Um, the he other sucks. thing is I don't know if they would have done that without without having a feeling that Gronkowski's coming back. And also it's been reported that he has been showing up a lot in Foxborough, whether it's for treatment or whatever, which he did not do at all last season. So the general feel out there is that he is coming back. I don't know. I, don't, I still don't know if he's I, – I think he's going to retire, and I think he has a perfect, perfect – Right off into the sunset, storybook ending to his career, win a Super Bowl that he actually played in, won the Super Bowl, and he can retire. Now, if he does come back, which is I, I kind of was leaning towards hoping that you would say that he was going to come back, assuming that he does come back, he's on the books, McCourty's on the books for big money, he said he's not retiring and he wants to come back, mm-hmm. Dante Hightower is on the books for decent money. And he said he's not taking a pay cut. Hightower did. Right, 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 right. And I think McCourty did too. But... Don't one of these guys have to take a pay cut? Gronk, McCordy, and or Hightower? Wouldn't one of those? Shouldn't one of those guys? Or do one of them get cut if they decide? Like, are, I don't think are, Gronk's number is that big that he needs to take a pay cut because he his contract it, was incentive based. Was it eleven? Which isn't that huge, and he had a lot of incentives built yeah. in that he didn't come close to reaching last year. I think between McCordy and Hightower, I keep McCordy. Just for the simple back, the fact that they're both signal callers on the defense, and between the two of them, I think McCordy still has more to give. But does he have? A, I think McCordy has the huge, the huge cap it this year. But I don't think you can afford to lose. both. So if you had to cut one, you would cut Hightower. I'd cut Hightower. Well, yeah. Cut I mean, Hightower. that's that's almost seem like almost seems like that's an easy one. And who does who does Hightower think he is to say I'm not going to take a pay cut? Well, like that's, it, that's not the Patriot way now, is it? No, no, no. And he's probably going to get cut because he said that. But and and he what hasn't has he, even been. He he's done nothing for the last two, three no, years. No. He's been hurt. He can't stay on the field. I know right. it's the same thing, but he's been hurt. Can't stay on the field. And has he really been that productive when he has been in the lineup? He I know he's been good, but he hasn't he's been, been good. He hasn't been the playmaker that he had been in the past. Right, so what he what, seems to have lost a step or two. What leg does he really have to stand on to say I'm? I'm not taking a pay cut. Really doesn't, but I mean that's like, that's the a, life of a professional a, athlete. Number one is the ego. What a doofus! And there'll probably be somebody out there who'll throw him, throw him some money. I, yeah, but I don't know. I guess I guess it goes back to do you want to you want to make a little less money to win or make more money to lose? Well, that's, and that's an argument for that's a always day. a good debate, isn't that's, it? Uh, yeah, no, no, that, that's not today. But that's he's won today. so much, you know. And yeah. when they get to that point where they've won so much, now they're looking at security long term and you know trying to set up their family so that you know their grandchildren don't ever have to work again they're, they should already and be there if they were well, smart they, should. they, should, they were smart they would already be at that point you know <sighs> because not it's not just about what you make for football it's it's, it's endorsements it's, and investing and all that stuff so it, it's all your money relative. should stretch way longer it's, than it's all relative to you and me what those guys make in a year that's what we're going to make in a lifetime so i mean that's probably 10 times what we're going to make in a lifetime so yeah it's all relative not if not if this takes off, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and but, if it is, we need you people out there. 
Um, but I don't know. It just seems like it just seems like he doesn't have a leg to stand on tonight. And I think that, that it was stupid of him to just come out and say, I'm not going to take a pay cut to, to come out and say it is stupid. If he was saying that too, about like if he's sitting there, we're talking to Bill, he's like, no, man, I'm not going to do it. Okay, fine. But to come out and say, it, now you just look like, yeah. you, you, you know, it could, like a, it could a just dink. be posturing, could be advice from his agent. Who knows? Yeah, but it's just, it's just a, a bad look. Um, do, do you have Another anything else? Look. Do you have anything else you want to talk about uh, with the Patriots? The draft's coming up. Free agency's coming up. Anything? Free agency, that's that's a big one, March 15th. And and unlike baseball, when football players become free agents, it's like they, you know, free agency starts at midnight, they're signing at 12.01. So it should be really fun to see what happens over the next couple of weeks. What, uh, what team you want to go to next? Well, your quick thought was on the Red Sox. Why don't we go there? Fine. Works for me. Um, my quick thought, actually, it, it, it's more so on spring training as a whole than just the Red Sox. But my beef with spring training, aside from the fact that the games are played at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and nobody can ever watch them because it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday and everybody's working, or the fact that people are wearing numbers like 64, isn't that what Chavis wears? 68, yeah. 64. Starting pitcher today for the Red Sox, 80. one number 80, 80. Did he even have his last name on the, on the jersey? He did. Okay, so he did. that's the, that's another thing. Some of them have last names. Some yep. of them, I guess, they just... Some they, of them are just called up from minor league camp just to fill out the roster. So that I, I, I get all that. But can we get teams multiple colored jerseys? Because I feel like every single team, when I see the highlights, we're red. The Nationals, the Red Sox, the Reds. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of other teams. And I legitimately can't even tell what team it is because you have everybody's wearing red. The hitters, the pitchers, the fielders, the base runners, everybody's in red. I don't know anybody's names because I've never heard of any of these guys. I don't have any number recognition because it's all in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. If the if, if if there was nothing on the top of the screen telling me who it was, I would legitimately have no clue who's playing. You sound like my rant about the NBA. No, cl- kind of no clue who's playing. Like, can we get can we get the Red Sox a blue jersey so that when they play the Nationals, well, they just can wear, wear your white jersey. Just uh, just wait. I mean, in the in the fine. NFL, you wouldn't have two teams wearing red jerseys. But, yeah, that okay. Yeah, you know, one of them's gonna wear their white jersey. But I, I feel like it's just like a spring training jersey, and this is like I'm shocked they don't do it because it's even more. You could sell even more jerseys. If you if you gave the Red Sox a blue jersey and a red jersey and then the Red in, Sox in, used to have a, a blue jersey. Well, a when they played the Nationals, they'd wear, wear on the road and they wore red at home. When they played the Nationals the other day, both teams were wearing red. Yeah, and and I I, I legitimately and it was like the eighth inning, so you know that it's not even the scrubs. It's like the scrubs of the scrubs. It's like Tim Tebow's playing. Yeah, and in in. I didn't know. Who, I didn't even know which team was which. That goes back to an old. Uh, I didn't have the sound on. Someone hit a home run. I honestly did not know if it was a Red Sox player or a Nationals player. Well, it doesn't matter because no, of course it's not it doesn't a major matter. Player anyway, but, but I would still like to to know. But that goes back to the old Jerry Seinfeld routine of basically we're rooting for laundry. Because <laughs> these we don't know who these players are, but they're wearing a Red Sox uniform. So okay, okay. So now James is telling me that there are two jerseys. Why the hell didn't they wear the blue jersey? I don't think they've been wearing the blue batting practice jersey because that's what they wear in the spring training games is the batting it has practice the little, jersey. the little logo on the sleeve, and it's like, but it, it, why? Like, just, just wear a different jersey. It's, well, it's, you think they would so they can sell more. Exactly. It, it's, it's sports 101. You don't wear the same color jersey as your opponent. And if you're looking to buy one of these jerseys, click on our links on the website <laughs> to MLB Shop or Fanatics. Yes, and any one of our articles, you can click one yes. of those links, buy something, and everybody gets everybody everybody goes home happy. Way to drop in a plug. Um, now we'll talk about the good things about spring training. Okay. I have to go negative first. All right. 
the positive, now the positive, uh, anything sticking out to you in, I guess the highlights or the things that you're reading, because nobody's actually watching these games because they're played at one o'clock on a weekday. Well, anything standing out? I've got a DVR, so I have been oh, at well, least watching fancy. the first three innings. Fancy. When the guys that matter. Anything, well, even, even guys like a uh, Bobby Dahlbeck or Michael Chavis. Yeah. Who has hit his fourth home run? I think of the spring today. So Michael Chavis is sticking out to you. Well, I mean, they're having good springs now. You got to keep this in mind. Uh, about five years ago, Jackie Bradley Jr. tore it up in the spring and ended up making the team, heading north, and was back in Pawtucket. I think by the end of April. So, you know, you, you have to take. So you take it with a grain of salt. With a grain of salt, because who did Michael Ch- Michael Chavis hit his fourth home run today? Yeah, and I don't know who he hit. Who he hit it so off? So he might have hit it off a. Of, Double A or a triple A pitcher. Exactly. Right. So you have to you right. have to you have but to take at least it with a grain of salt. But he's making contact. Yeah. In in, in that situation. Right. And and it, it, it let's pump the brakes though a little bit. I'm okay. I'm not stepping on the accelerator. I'm just saying he's having a good showing. Let me ask you with Chavis, I, I know he's the most highly touted prospect prospect because Groom had Tommy John. Actually, and now actually Dahlbach Dahlbeck Dahl- is just Dahlbeck? ahead of him. Dahlbeck. Where does he play? He's a third baseman, first baseman. Oh. I could see him. Being a long, although he's uh, a plus defender at third base, he's a big guy. He's like six four. Oh, what position again? Third base, first I think, base. I think you're setting me up for something. Where's Michael Chavis play? He's a third baseman. Hmm. But who's the youngest member of your infield right now? But hold on. Where's he play? Devers. Where's he play? Third base. Oh, sounds like an Abbott and Costello routine. Huh. Third base. <laughs> but he's on first. They're supposedly going to be working Chavis at second. After camp breaks, they're going to keep him at first and third during spring training. But then, why? Because you've got Pedroia who has no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, if you're going to work him out at second base, so he's going to go to Pawtucket or Salem or wherever. Who's their Double A team? Salem. Double A's Portland. Portland. Who's Single A? Salem. They have three Single A teams. Whatever. So you're going to send him to double A, triple A, single A, high A, wherever the hell he's going to go, and then you're going to start working him out at second base. But right now, while he's working out with the big club, essentially that's what you're doing in spring training, everybody's there, you have him playing first and third, why wouldn't you have him playing second base with Pedroia right now? Learning things from Pedroia, taking ground balls from Pedroia, doing it right now. Maybe he is in practice when they do their workouts. Why wouldn't you do it in a game? Because they already have a glut of second basemen that they have to get ready. It just seems stupid that you're not gonna you're not gonna prep this guy at a position that he's going to play all I, season. I agree with you. I agree with you. On that, that seems stupid. Maybe, also maybe seems... they're not totally sold on Devers at third base, so they want to keep that option of Chavis this... is probably closer to being major league ready than Dahlbeck is. Dahlbeck. One of these days we'll get that name right. Um, so maybe they want to keep him in the mix for you know if things don't work out with Devers, then bring Chavis up. You said Dahlbeck's a big guy, six four, big ish. Yeah. So. It, it, how good is he in the field? Is he a fielder? Is he? I have not seen him play much in the field, but from what I've read, he's a plus defender. So does he play third and Devers plays first, or does Devers does Devers play third and Dahlbeck goes to first? How they get? Well, after this year, they're going to need a first baseman. Is that? I guess it's a good problem to have. Yeah, Moreland has one year left on his contract. Pierce signed a one year deal. So after this year, I'd say between Dahlbeck, if he's ready, because he still strikes out a ton. So, you know, he's he's still got a ways to go before he's up on the big team. But I, I think between the three of them, I think one of them is your first baseman next year. Do you remember there was a time where I said move Devers, Devers should be moved to first base, and I got scrutinized like crazy. 
people by, were calling by me whom? Well, uh, a handful of people. Okay. And people were calling me crazy, and it's not that. Actually, my own brother called me out and said it's not that easy to move I to first base. That. Yep. And That's now true. everybody, like the consensus now is to move Devers to first base. I think if you can play third, you can play first. I think I think the first I think the first base first base is the easiest position to first learn on the field. First base used to be where they put Frank older, Thomas. The, no, 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 Albert Pujols. I know you're the host, but can I speak occasionally? Yeah, sorry. First base is where they used to move the older outfielders, like Yaz, who could still hit, but couldn't run to cover the outfield. They'd move them to first base. Isn't that what the DH is for? It is now, but that's what it used to be. Mm. So you'd put the older guys at first base. So if you've been playing third base, I don't see any reason why you can't move over to first. <laughs> The chat is yelling at me now. Let you talk to, <laughs> <laughs> and Oops. that's the executive producer too. So you're going to listen to him. Yep, true. My fault. My fault. My fault. Um, I, I think first base. I think first base is easier to move to. But if if Dahlbeck's this big guy, I mean, I guess, I guess it's a good problem to have. And I'm glad I don't have to make the decision as to who would who would move. But it just seems like you have a uh, uh, a an abundance. Yeah. Of. Or, or you don't have very many good prospects, and the ones that you do have all play the same goddamn position. Like, what a horrible management of your assets. Either Neither here nor there. Uh, real quickly, before we move on to a different team, I want you to talk about the catching situation, because I know you wrote about that too. Mm-hmm. But, again, for people that who don't maybe know how to read or uh, don't read all of the articles, um, why don't you talk about the catching situation and what you think is going to happen there? Well, they've got three right now in the Major League Camp. They carried three last year, and then Dombrowski's already said, they don't want to carry three again. It's going to, you know, one of them's going to have to go. They're all out of options, can't be sent down. So I think between the three, Leon is safe. He's sales personal catcher, basically. He's sales preferred catcher. You want to keep him happy. You don't want him grabbing a pair of scissors and cutting up uniforms in the <laughs> dugout if they trade uh, Leon. So I think he's safe. So basically, I see it coming down to between Vasquez and Swihart, which may seem like a no brainer. Uh, Keep Vasquez, trade Swihart. Maybe he has a little more tra- uh, trade value. I don't even know he does. It, it. I mean, the only real knock against him that I can see is he's had injury problems. Which one? With Swihart. Or he has no position. Then again, so has Vasquez. He's had injury issues. Now, the thing with Swihart, what really, really impressed me last year, when Vasquez went out with a broken finger, Swihart got a chance to catch a little bit more. Before that, I had said... There is no way he's a catcher. Had trouble blocking pitches in the dirt. Trouble just receiving the ball, period. Uh, really, really improved last year in the short amount of time he got to play while Vasquez was out before Swihart got hurt. But he, he really impressed me last year. And his pop time, if you know what, do you know what pop time is? Yes, I know what pop time is. Chris was a catcher. Okay. His pop time is as good as the other two. That's the th- that's the thing on Vasquez. He's supposed to be this. He's got this cannon. He's got a good pop time. He's good defensively. But but can't his hit his way out of a paper bag. Last year Vasquez came into shape uh, into camp out of shape. Did not look good behind the plate. Got a little bit lazy. Had quite a few pass balls. Uh, I think he was third. Uh, he was fifth in the league in pass balls last year. So, so who are you moving? I'm moving Vasquez. I think I am too. Now I notice in the chat, Chris and James both think that that. You trade Leon, 
And I feel like that's the easy answer. Like, like on paper, that's the right move because Leon is the oldest. Leon is probably the worst, I would say. Definitely well the worst rounded. offensively. The most most all-around catcher. He's probably better defensively than Swihart, but right. his offensive... Uh, right. I mean, he, I mean, he'll I get, probably he'll get hot as he a does. pistol for two weeks and and hit four fifty, and then, right, then he, you know he couldn't he couldn't hit the ball with a tennis racket. But there's really there's really something to be said about a catcher that pitchers love throwing to. Yeah, well, and, call, and calling the game and receiving the game is more than is, half of the battle. Absolutely, much absolutely. more than half of the battle. And and the pitchers, if if you're calling for a split finger fastball down in the dirt, pitchers have to have the confidence. Especially with men on base or a runner on third, that the catcher can block that ball. Or in, in you, you said sale, and and that's a good example because the slider that he throws, yeah. he has to have the confidence that his right. catcher is going to be able yes. to receive yeah. it, block it, and all that kind of stuff. Because it breaks so, down and into the right-handed hitter, and so it breaks sharply. I agree that on paper, Leon is the, the the no-brainer because, like I said, he's older, not as good, but and he's only making. Two million, I think. Peanuts. This year. He's making peanuts by comparison. But I think I agree. I overall, when you actually look at the like the the human element and the the pitchers like throwing to him. Remember Doug Marabelli? Yeah, worthless. Absolutely worthless. No, he wasn't worthless but because he what, was the only guy who could catch well, Wakefield's knuckleball. W- worthless to any other team. Exactly. Worth, right. Worthless to any right. other team. But his value. But to he the was Red so Sox, valuable to the Red Sox that they made a trade for him and got a police escort. And they flew him in. from the airport to Fenway. I know that. That's what. I, that's what to I was going to get him that, in to catch for Wakefield. Now, now I'm not saying that that's what Leon is to Chris Sale by any means, but it's it's similar. It's something like that where there's right. a comfort level and his value is raised because of how much his pitching staff enjoys throwing to him. Right. So I could see I could see a scenario where they trade Vasquez, keeps Swihart, he catches. Twice through the rotation, and then that gradually builds up during the season to just becoming Sale is Sale is Leon's pitcher, and every, right. everybody else is, right. gets gets Swihart, and that's his day out because catchers they, they have those built in days off, and they need days off. And right. I mean, day game after a in, night game, things mo- like in that. most cases, in most cases, I'll say you're making tons and tons and tons of money. You should just deal with it. But a catcher is completely different um, because of the the right taxing that the, yeah the pounding that right, they take right. Well, yikes. Um, <laughs> good good point by uh, Matty Ballgame on the chat, too. Swihart has the most upside. He I does. I think Vasquez is what he is at this point. Right, but, but that means you would get more in a trade for him. Like, there's there's two sides to that well, coin. Vasquez is a known commodity, too. So, ish. I mean, ish. I mean, if you're tra- – Vasquez has the most upside. Agree. Everybody yeah. agrees on that. No, Out Swihart, of those three. I'm Swihart sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Swihart, Swihart has the most upside. Right. So, that means that, in theory, you'd get the most in return. For the guy with the most upside, so yeah, he could be the best one for your team, but he's also your biggest trade chip in this right, scenario. Right. So y- you need to decide what's what's more important exactly. to you. you. You take a little bit of a gamble holding on to Swihart because you have you know you don't have anybody down at AAA either that could come up. You know, if he, it, if he gets hurt, if he or gets if he hurt, do it. But right. I'm sure there's someone there's someone on the scrap heap you can sign. Like there's there's someone you can sign or go get or there's got to be there's got to be something well, you can all, do there's always good defensive catchers out there but to get one that can give you anything at the bat those are the hard ones to find right but that's that's the catching position as right. a whole and and the Red Sox overall I think their offensive production is good enough that you can have that hole in the lineup there 
Right, you can have at least one. You don't right. have you don't have you don't have the hole at shortstop like right. a lot of teams do. You don't have a hole in the outfield like a lot of teams do. So right. you you yeah, you're right. You can afford to have that uh, have that hole right. be one, be your catching slot, and, and as, that's fine. And as Chris on the chat just pointed out, Vasquez is signed in his contract is a known commodity for a team. He signed for three more uh, three more years. So teams yeah, teams but, know the value that they're getting. That you know when it's a cost certainty that a team yeah. when they make that trade, they know what they're going to have. Yeah, I still I still think you get more if you trade if you trade Swihart. But I I would trade Vasquez too. So but okay, I think you just get for more. for once we are in agreement. I think you just get more for Swihart. But uh, <laughs> Celtics or Bruins, where you want to uh, go? Now? Can I one more thought? Yes, um, go of course. Co- actually, two more thoughts on spring training. Now you're pushing it. The o- I'll, quick thought on spring training. <laughs> the only starting pitcher we've seen so far is Erod. Yep. None he of looked, the others have made an appearance. He yet. looked good, right? He E-Rod? looked pretty good. Yeah, he, I think he just threw a couple innings against the Orioles. But um, so Cora's obviously well, he, managing the staff after yeah. the deep playoff. Okay, run that's last year. like that's no big deal there. No, right? Just pointing that out. The other thing is Jackie Bradley Jr. supposedly has a new swing. Uh, Matt wrote a story about it this week, and guys on the website, kudos, we crushed it this week. Ten stories. We had uh, over 2,700 views on the website. So wow. thank you guys for all your hard work. Um, keep it coming. I want more this week. Um, I really don't see the new swing. I don't see it. Maybe, you know, maybe I don't have a trained eye, but the swing looks the same to me. It still looks long. Does not look like a quick. Yeah, swing. I think Jackie. Now, now Matt is a huge proponent of thinking that Jackie Bradley Jr. is going to have a, a a breakout season. I'd be and happy it, if he has a consistent season. I just think he sucks. No, well, at the plate. At the plate, I think he. Plate. I think I think defensively, he's unbelievable. But but right. At the so plate, so if he can uh, give you a consistent two sixty, two seventy, I'll take that. Not go on these streaks where he's well, knocking the ball all over the place. You know, just like Leon, knocking the ball all over the place for for two weeks or three weeks, and then he goes into these slumps where. Would you rather have that like the two sixty, two seventy, Jackie Bradley, or would you rather have the Jackie Bradley in the playoffs who hit like a buck ninety but hit. Three home well, runs and had ten RBIs. Right, and and, and hit them. At, it was a clutch right. player. Which yeah. one? Which one would you rather have? That's like, a good question. I think we ought to table that for a okay future podcast. Okay, fine, fine. That'll be a, James. Uh, write that be, one down, please. For that'll a be a poll podcast. question. That'll be a poll question. Um, I just think he sucks hitting wise. I really do. I've, I mm, that's how I feel. But he's worth it defensively. Yes, worth it defensively but, for now. But for again, now, there's another potential hole in your lineup. Which is what happened last year for yeah. long stretches. You were getting nothing from second base. You're getting nothing from catcher, yeah. and you were getting nothing from center field. Yeah. And despite that, they won 108 games. Go figure. Let's uh, let's move on so we can get to our syndicate six by the okay. time we, by the time this episode ends. All right, well, you want to go to the Bruins? Yeah, we can. Do and that. I'll start asking you questions. Go ahead. So they made a trade uh, right before the deadline. Pronounce this guy's name. I'm gonna go with Johansson. Oh, fancy, Marcus okay. Johansson. Okay. You like the trade? I do. They didn't give up much to get him. So the and gave, signed through next year. No, 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 no rental. Oh, he's a he's rental. A rental. Okay. He's 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 uh, he's just he's just through this year. Um, I like the trade. The only thing that I don't understand about the trade is they have a they have cap room, and New Jersey ate forty percent. The max you can eat is fifty on a trade of his salary. So even though he's coming here, New Jersey's paying half of his remaining salary. And or, they or 40%. And they didn't get much for him, so why is that? Well, draft picks, right? Second and a fourth. Okay. A con- I think it's a conditional fourth. If they if they go deep in the playoffs, it becomes a third. Some I don't know. It's it's it's. I think it's a second this year, a fourth next year. I just don't understand why they would have to give up that second round pick. And I think it it's it, it's probably because New Jersey ate some of the salary, and that's what I don't understand. Like you could you could have 
taken his full salary, maybe you didn't have to give up a second. Maybe it's a third. And I know you're nitpicking at that point, but the first two rounds in the NHL are usually where your guys come from. Usually. So but, but a second-round all... pick is kind of... I mean, I mean, when you look at the other trades that were made, a second-round pick, kind of a lot, in my opinion. But with all, I still the talent, with all the talent that the Bruins have right now, Coming up, they can afford the pipeline. Sure, they can afford that. Sure, I, sort of. Yeah, I would, I would, I would say they. And, they and you be able can't to. argue with what they've done in the past fifteen games. No, 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 no. And, they, they've and been since they've lost Pasternak. They've been very, very good. I mean, even I've noticed it. So they beat Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, they've quietly snuck up into second place. Yeah, I think they have the. I think they have the third most points in the entire league. Yeah, and they're right. Like it's right there with Calgary. Like they're they're in second, and nobody's catching Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's. A wagon. They're unbelievable. But they're a great story. They're they're the anti Celtics, really. Yeah, they're the exact opposite of what the Celtics yeah. are. Yeah. They, it, 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 but you know what? That's that's what they've been. I, I feel like I feel like the Bruins all and, and I'm I'm guilty of this too. The Bruins don't get enough credit. And and what I mean by that is you look at their roster and it's like they don't have any like Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, mm-hmm. Patrick Kane. Um, Steven Stamkos, like even I've as a non-hockey guy, these are guys that you've heard of. Yeah, and now yeah. Patrice Bergeron is unbelievable, but he's not those guys. Brad Marchand is unbelievable, but he's not those guys. Zdeno Chara, huge name, not those guys. Huge guy, huge guy, not those guys. Right, but but they don't get enough credit for. Like specifically Bergeron and Martian, I don't think they get enough credit in in being those elite players. They don't get mentioned in the same breath as those guys because Bergeron doesn't score at nearly the same clip that those guys do. But his ability is well, again, it's, uh, it's the overall play, right? It's not it's, it's the your stuff overall that, team play that you find on the fantasy site. Uh, it's not even it's not even the fantasy. It's just there's Brian Martian will score his razzle dazzle goals, but that dude is a, he's a complete player, right? He's a defensive. Right. I mean. Yeah, he's a little bit of a, of a wild card, but he's a defensive player and a little bit of a nut job. Yeah, but when you're five nine and, and weird, you have to be. Yeah, but I just feel like they don't get enough credit for how much talent the team actually does have. So and, they, and I'm guilty of it too. So they've great story. So they, they've they quietly are. built themselves a nice team, and they've got some good prospects coming up. So something definitely to look forward to over the next few years. Should be, should be, hopefully. Um, so uh, are you unhappy that they missed out on any of the other names, the the Simmons and the Stones and So the Mar- the Mark Stone I and did uh Poopy Pants from Columbus did he, he didn't, end up he, didn't get he, traded, he stayed uh, Columbus bought. Columbus was a buyer okay. at the deadline. They okay. they added like they added Adam McQuaid, who used to play here in case you didn't know that. I knew that. They added Dzingle, who you thought I made up. You made that that name. He went he went to Columbus. It's a conspiracy to make me look stupid. <laughs> it was like 10 minutes after we got off of the last podcast he got traded. Dzingo got traded to Columbus, but they bought. So, so Panarin stayed there. Mark Stone, as much as I love Stone, he he got traded to Vegas, and Vegas traded one of the best prospects in the game for him. And then he signed a nine-year, nine and a half per contract in Vegas. You're not signing him to that kind of money here. Mm. He wouldn't like. I I don't th- I don't think that he would have. I don't think that he would have signed that. That kind of money here, and I don't know that I would want him on the Bruins for that price, like or that length. The length I don't mind. He's twenty four, twenty five. He's a young guy, so like that. That I don't mind. But now, I don't have to listen to how he's a nine and a half million dollar player, and he needs to score seventy goals every year. Being in this market, 
now I can still like Mark Stone while he's playing in Vegas because he's not playing for the <laughs> Bruins and I don't have to listen to it all the time about how okay. he's underachieving and blah, 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 blah. And um, so I'm okay with that one. The thing that I don't understand is you got uh, Charlie Coyle for a prospect and a third-round pick, I want to say. Donato in a third, I believe it was. Yep. Wayne Simmons went for a roster player, another young guy, uh, Hartman, who I want to say is a li- he's 24-25, and a fourth. So I think you're about to answer the question that Matty Ballgame just asked. Could the Bees have matched Nashville's offer for I didn't Simmons? I even, didn't even see that on the thing. That's the pro you are. I <laughs> I think yes. I, I mean, I think that they they – if they had waited to the deadline day and didn't go trade Donato in, in their third for Coyle, they would be they would have been able to get Simmons for Donato and a third. So did you know they, what jump, I mean? the, did they, they jump, jump the gun? They jumped the gun but a little Simmons bit. what's Simmons' contract status? Simmons is up after this year. Coyle has okay, next year. So that year. would have been a straight rental as opposed to yes. Coyle being there next year. Yes. So that that could be <laughs> that could be that I mean that could that could be the reason why they wanted to go get Coyle because he has the next year on his contract because he has the flexibility to play center or wing and they weren't really sure what the next shoot of fall was going to be for them whether they were going to get a center or a winger turns out they got another guy who could play center or wing with Johansson I, I like the moves that they did and I think that they set themselves up to compete with Toronto in the first Which round you said they could not do they're they're going to compete with Toronto in the first round but they're still not going to compete with Tampa Bay. And they just beat San Jose mm-hmm. and Tampa Bay in back-to-back games, and those two are my Stanley Cup favorites. So based on that, maybe the Bruins should be in consideration for a Stanley Cup, but please do not sit here and tell me that you honestly think that the Bruins roster is anywhere near as good as Tampa Bay. I know they were all over them. I'm not even buying into the fact that it was a back-to-back for Tampa or they played three games in five days, but what is it? Let me ask you a question. This, as soon as it happened, I knew the Bruins were going to win when that game started. 0-0. The first period was 0-0 against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay started their backup goaltender against you in your barn on the second night of a back-to-back. Mm-hmm. With the first night, they played the New York Rangers, who are in, I don't know, 27th in the league, something like that. So did they go after the sure points there? They went after the sure points there. And I hate that move. I hate it. Your backup goaltender. Now their their stud goals. Their stud goaltender Vasilevsky got hurt. He missed I don't know six weeks or something like that. And Louis Domingue, who's their backup, stepped in, did great. I mean they they've got a hundred. They've got over a hundred points already. So he was obviously good. You can start him against the New York Rangers and still win. And then you take your stud number one goalie. You come into Boston and you step on their throats. And they chose not to. As soon as I saw that Louis Domingue was in net, I knew they were. I, I knew that Boston was going to win that game. I knew it because Tampa oh. Tampa was just, and you could see it in the play. Like it, they just they they just handed that game to the Bruins. So they basically took it as a night out. It was just sort a of night yeah. Off. It was a scrimmage. Yeah, basically, yeah. basically they have yeah. Tampa. The Tampa Bay Lightning are so good that they have a, a revolving rest day for their defensemen. Yeah. They have enough good defensemen that, 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 that they just let one of the guys take a game off. This this was like a few years ago. I forget which NBA team it was. I, I want to say San Antonio basically sat their top three players for a game just to give them a rest. Yeah, it, it was one of those situations. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a what did, what did they call? Which, how do you Lebr- feel about that if you if you're buying tickets to that game and you want to see the top players play and? 
and they're just. I mean, I think that's a debate for another day too. I'll tell you how I feel. If it's if it's in the middle of the season, if it's the beginning of the season, I hate it. If it's if it's the if it's the end of the season, eh, you kind of. It's a risk you take. Yeah, you kind of at that yeah. point, you know who knows. But like LeBron James taking a maintenance day or whatever it was in the middle of the year, like eh, not a good look. No, not a good look. No. Um, that's all I have on the Bruins. Do you have anything else on the Bruins? No, me. Yeah. Do you have no. <laughs> nothing? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we can we can move on to the Celtics. Uh, now the exact opposite. All right. Of one, the Bruins. One thing I I don't want to do. Talk about Kyrie again. Let's talk about Kyrie endlessly. I okay. Think, all right. Fair. I, it, there's some new development with that. Is is there anything new that I've missed this week? Yes. Okay. So if you didn't hear Kyrie call out his coach, which he did in like a subtle way. So Brad Stevens, if you've ever listened to a Brad Stevens interview, there's a really good chance you've heard him say, we need to play better. We're just looking to do something better. Everything is better. I need to coach better. We need yeah. to play better. Which better, 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 better. Belichick, same yeah. thing. Right. Just, you know, we need to be better, 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 better. Does, does Stevens say, I need to coach better? Yes. Which is yes. something Belichick always says. Yes. So he makes he it a team thing. He does. Not, he, needs not to, he needs to coach better. He needs to play better. They need right. to play better together. Not throwing it's, the players under the bus. There's literally, a, like, I feel like it's like a six-minute montage you could listen to of Brad Stevens just saying the word better mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over. Kyrie says, I'm getting really sick of, I, I can't wait for the playoffs because I'm getting really sick of hearing about how we could play better in the regular season. Seems like a pretty much a direct shot at your coach. Of course, I, I'm over this dude. I'm, 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 I'm over it. It uh, sucks that you he's know so I'm talented. over it because when you put Kyrie on the on the agenda, <laughs> I wrote right back to you and said I don't want to talk about Kyrie anymore. That's true. That's fair. I, I think uh, that's know, fair. Actually, you, we, you, you we cut, beat it to death. You cut two agenda items off. I did. Yeah, rude. Yeah, rude. Well, you know, even even though I don't get host credit now, I'm starting to feel my oats <laughs> a little bit. You know, our numbers are get up. Your wits I'm, about I'm, you. I'm getting a little cocky. <laughs> so I know I can be replaced in a heartbeat, but you know, this is in my house. <laughs> the Cinda Cave is in my house. The Cinda Cave. That's the name. Which That's is what name. we've dubbed our new studio. The new studio, Cinda Cave. Um, bigger picture with the Celtics. They lose to the Raptors. They lose to the Bucs. They get losses. blown out bad by losses. the Raptors. And not a pretty win against um, the Wizards on Friday night. They struggled to beat the Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards suck, too. They don't even have their best yeah. player. They suck. Um, it, it just... <laughs> you you can only hope that it's it's going to... What am I missing? Everyone's rooting for you in the chat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Apparently, it seems like I, I'm more easily replaceable Thanks, guys. than you. Well, except when we're talking <laughs> hockey. Um you just got to hope that they, they can turn it around and buy it in once the playoffs come. Buy, buy into whatever Stevens is uh, Yeah, is I just, I just hope- And, you know, I, I remember back to a, a previous podcast that you worked on hearing somebody say that Brad Stevens was going to go down as the greatest coach in Celtics history. Yeah, not looking good. No. Not looking good Be- right because, now. Because, you know, it's one thing for the X's and O's, but it's, it's another thing to manage the players. You have to manage personalities. And yeah. that's what he never – he ne- you never had to do that because when you're at college, you handpick your players, basically. Right. Or or when you don't have a superstar and, you, and you've and you got a collection of players, kind of like what the Bruins have. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Then, you know, you can get the guys to buy in. But when you've – you know, uh, there's an old saying, a fish stinks from the head on down. If your superstar has a bad attitude – that's going to go through your clubhouse like a cancer. Yeah. So if let me okay okay let me ask you. If you had to make a decision, if you're Danny Ainge, Kyrie says I'll I'll sign here long term. But you have to get rid of Brad Stevens. I don't do it. You keep the coach. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't like anybody who's giving you conditions like that to sign. 
I don't either. And you know that's the same thing Magic Johnson did back in the day. With yeah, the I'm, Lakers. I'm, I'm, Michael Jordan did it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like LeBron James but did I'm, it. I'm not putting Kyrie in that category of player. I I think I think I take Kyrie because the player wins in and that and league. who. And who then? Who's because, he bringing? Because who's me, the next guy? Anthony Davis. If, no, if no, you, no, not to coach. Oh, oh to coach. Yeah, uh, Paul Pierce. I don't know some some former player, Kevin Garnett. Like so, basically, just, Kyrie's the coach. Yeah, and you know what? I'm okay, I'm I think I'm actually okay with that because that league, the player wins. The coach is just like a babysitter, basically, and that's the. I feel like that's kind of the problem with Stevens. Is Stevens is a coach? He's not a babysitter. He's a coach, and well, it, it doesn't work with these. With these diva with these prima divas, donnas, right. like it, it, right. it, it doesn't work with that type of and, player. And really, it, it, Kyrie's the only one. But I, I don't think know. He's, I think I think I think Jalen Brown has a little bit of it in him. Which I think he that, shouldn't. He's only in his no, third no, no. Year but I think league. he does. I think. Well, is is Kyrie rubbing off on him? Maybe. And I think not in a craft way. I think t- not in a craft in Jupiter, Florida way. Jesus. I think. <laughs> I think that I think that Tatum might see that from Kyrie and might start to do it too. And, and you know, I don't see that from Rozier somebody like a Horford. It. I mean, Marcus Morris has been very outspoken, but I don't think he has the cachet as a player to get other guys to follow him that way. No, no, yeah, you're probably right. But, I mean, Hayward doesn't say two words unless he's unless he's posting videos of him doing basketball things. But I just think if I had to choose between the player and the coach, in this situation I'm taking the, the player because I think that the player, the player can get you past – Good teams. The coach, eh. you're going to be you're the Isaiah Thomas Celtics every single year. Cool story, but at the end of the day, well, the NBA does it really is, do anything for the you? The NBA is a players' league. You've got to have that superstar. You need to have three superstars two, now. Two, maybe three. Well, I mean, two superstars and then a really good wingman. You know, a third player who, in and of himself, wouldn't be a superstar, but when he gets in the right role in the right position. And works with the other two, you know. Not, you know that's kind of what uh, you have in Draymond Green and with Golden State. You take him, you put him on another team. Is he going to be the superstar that he is if he doesn't have yes. Durant? And, I think uh, so. You think so? I do, because he's he's the defense on that team. But when you've got so but, many but, weapons, but I understand on what team, you're saying. Right, when you've got so saying. many weapons, you can't key on one. That's when a guy like that can shine. You take Kevin McHale. I hate to keep going back to my heyday, but you take Kevin McHale. And put him on another team when he doesn't have Larry Bird or Robert Parrish. He's not Kevin McHale. He's not Kevin McHale. He's yeah. not in the Hall of Fame. No, that makes sense. I mean, but I, I, I I'm, I'm, st- I'm taking the player. I, I don't care. Like, Brad, Steve, like if, if Brad Stevens wants to be a, a, a coach, like a real coach, probably should have stayed in college. Honestly. Oh, for real coaching. Like, yeah. if, if you want to do, if you want to be an he, X's he, and O's guy, could have been the next Shishovsky or. Somebody like that, right? Right. Or get to a big program, or you hope that Popovich retires and and you take over the Spurs because the Spurs seem to be like the, to me the Spurs are like the Patriots. Oh, absolutely, of, of basketball, absolutely. But you had a player in in a Tim Duncan who was similar to Brady, right? That you know didn't have that superstar mentality. At least Brady hasn't until more recently, right? But was willing to be subservient to the to the better, to the greater uh, good, the greater good, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I agree. So. I don't know. You take Stevens, I take Kyrie. That's, That's what makes us such a successful podcast. Yep. Is that we don't agree. If we just sat here and said, "Yeah, yeah. you're right," I can go, "Yeah, you're right, Mike." <laughs> that that's a very successful show when they do it. So I, I don't. Whatever. Um, so we have one more segment before we before we go. It's going to be uh, the, the the Syndicate Six. 
which we uh, introduced a while back and then never really came back to it. But basically, we're going to ask six questions. I want everyone who's watching um, to join in. Uh, let me change screens. Hold on. Everyone who's watching, I would like you to join in um, and, and answer these questions as well. And you came up with them. So I'm actually going to let you ask them. Actually, I have to give credit to your mother. She came up with okay. one of them. Well, you and her are one person in my mind right now. So oh, really? you guys came up with them. So okay. you can ask them. All right. And set your... Uh... Okay, so as you said, six questions. We're doing an over-under. So we'll ask the question and we'll give you the number. And you tell us, is it over or under? What do you think? So the first two questions are basically the same thing. For the Bruins playoff run how many series wins not game wins how many series do you think they'll win for both the Bruins and the Celtics and I'm putting the number for both at one and a half I'm going under for the Bruins so you you think they get first round and then they're done if they even get there okay I'm going under for the Bruins because first round as of right now they play Toronto Second round, they play Tampa Bay. And you're on record as saying they're not getting past Tampa Bay. So I'm going under for the Bruins. Okay. And I'm going to go over for the Celtics. Okay. I. What have you seen from the Celtics so far that makes you think now? R- right now, I think they're set up to play Philadelphia in the first round. There's a win. They've they been. Have, in, they've they been have, in, They have more real in estate. Philly's head. That's for sure. They have more real estate in Philadelphia's head than. Than any team, I think in any any team owns any other professional sports team. It's the Celtics over the 76ers. James, do me a favor. So there's a win. James, keep track of the chat and let us know uh, how the votes come out. You got that? He's we got, got a thumbs up. He's got it. He's good to go. Um, everybody's going over for both. Wow, interesting. What are you uh, What are you taking? No, Grizz had uh, Celtics under. Unless Kyrie doesn't play, then the Celtics <laughs> over. <laughs> um, okay, so I got Bruins under, Celtics over. What do you have? I'm with you. Okay. Well, that, that makes for way less interesting stuff. On to the next one. Go ahead. We should get James a piece of paper. JD, Go ahead. James, what was, the con- what was the consensus, James? Bruins over or under? Bruins mo- mostly over. They had one under, and Celtics were mostly over. They had so both over. So so okay. so the chat. So oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to go off on the people watching because they're they're supporting us right that, now. That's our lifeblood right now. Like I, I can't do it. I'm just gonna stay quiet. All three fans that we have. I, how can you pick the over? How can you think the Bruins are really gonna beat the Lightning in in a, in a in a series? Way to not go off. Like, do you realize that that means that the Bruins have to go into they have to play Toronto, which is a stupid. Re- ridiculously talented team that's going to be a six or seven game slugfest and then they have to go play Tampa Bay in the second round who's going to waltz through whoever they play be sitting there nice and pretty on the beach and have to and, and then they have to then they're going to beat Tampa beat you in five games last year and they got better okay sorry I'm good that bandwagon's getting crowded with that 15 game point streak <laughs> It's like you're delusional. I thought they were better. They're probably peaking too soon anyway, which I I know one of our guys wrote about. Mark, yep. he wrote about that for the Bruins. Yep. They're they're peaking at the wrong time, and I don't I don't disagree, but I don't fully agree. But neither here nor there. They're not going to get by Tampa. We will see. Number what is what is the third one? Third one, Janie Martinez. Winning it all. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, what? I would expect that from Matt. 
put James on camera. I would expect that from Matt. <laughs> James, come on. Come on, James. Come on. Come on. Here he is. He's coming. James, He's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, executive producer and brand manager for the syndicate. There he is, James. <laughs> What's number three? You can use my microphone if you want. All What's right. number three? Number three, J.D. Martinez. How many home runs will he hit this year? I'm putting the number over under 45. What do you got? Under. Hit 48 last year. James is going under 45. What do you have? I'm going over. Why? Because he hit 48 last year. And Cora has said he's going to have Bogarts hitting behind him for protection. So I think he's going to have a good season. I'm going under. Okay. I'm going under. I just I don't think that uh, you don't I, think he can duplicate it. I don't think so. No. Now I'm gonna put I'm gonna put. Do this. you remember last year how much I hated on JD Martinez and how wrong I was? Everybody did. I just like even like during the season, I was sitting here saying, I just don't think he's that good. I just don't think he's that good. I just don't think he's that good. Dude can hit. And then all of a sudden I look up. I go. I went to a game like late in August and I look up at the scoreboard and and, and he's got. 39 home runs, 110 RBIs. I'm like, when, yeah. when did this happen? And he, he tailed off big time in August and September. When, yeah. what? When he, did... he was on a streak for 50-plus. Looks like everybody's going under. Everybody's going under. Nice. 27. Now, I'm, I'm gonna, Grizz, wow. Grizz is out here just, just <laughs> off year. You know, and if that happens, I don't think he opts out. So I, I think it ties into does he opt out at the end of the year because he does have the opt-out clause. So if he, if he does go under, I think his chances are better of staying if he goes over. I think that could lead. No, nah, I, I think he's here. I don't think he's going to get the money. Yeah, I don't think that so he's. You know, just the way the market has gone. How old is he? Twenty nine, twenty eight. Oh 29? no, no, he'll be thirty. I think this year. I think he's thirty. Oh, so yeah, now he he'll he'll stay here. He'll just be. Like, it'll be. He'll be like Price. He'll opt in. He'll stay. Yeah, which isn't the worst I'm, thing in the world. I'm going under two. What's the fourth one? Regular, okay. Um, oh, regular season. I, 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 uh, Did you change I, it on me? No, no, no. I abbreviated oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I abbreviated it on All the agenda. All right. Uh, regular season games played for Dustin Pedroia. I set the number at 81, which is half of 162 game season. James? Under. James going under again. Life's too short to go under, to bid the under. He'll be on a bench roll by the end of the season. Ooh. Negative Bold prediction. Ne- negative one. By James. <laughs> I'm going to go. Well, I asked you the question. You I'm going to I'm going to go over. Really? I am. Okay. I am. I think it's such a long season, so it's really, really hard to say. I mean, this is this one is the hardest one, I think, on the whole list. Let me, let me just look it over again. Yeah, hardest one on the whole list. But I think he's going to go over. I think that if he stumbles, I, I think he's going to go on the DL. And I think it's gonna, but I think it's gonna be early in the season. Do you think and he'll think, start the season on the DL? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Injured list. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, James. Disa- you don't have a problem with disabled list. Disa- you? I know Disa- you're good <laughs> with it. <laughs> Not even my father. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going over. I think that. I, I think that. I mean, he'll be almost two years removed, in the middle of the season. Yeah. And I think that he'll be healthy. Now, I don't think he's going to be nearly as productive or as useful or as as good as he was. You know, back in the day, but I'm going to go over. Okay, I'm going to go under. I'm going to go way under. Why? You haven't seen him yet this year. Now they've been managing the players, 
but he has yeah, but, not, he, yeah, but he, he didn't he didn't have the extended season last year. He didn't have he didn't have all that. So okay, so he you, should you he should think be playing. They'd be trying to get him ready and phase him into games, but obviously he is not ready to play yet. And that that's what I'm saying is he's gonna he's probably gonna miss some time to start the season, and they're gonna manage him at the beginning. And that's what we and thought then, last year. And then as it goes, yeah. But now now he's now he's a couple years. Like I say, he's a couple years in. I think he'll find his stride, and then he'll play. He's not going to play the hundred and whatever like they think he's going to, but I think he's. I think he'll go over eighty-one. We'll see. I, we I I'm just nervous. Do we think he'll have a role like Ichiro? Asks James. A role whilst, like while Ichiro. standing <laughs> right next to me, <laughs> types it in. <laughs> contact, contact, contact. Good point by D. A. Travis. What will his range be like, and will it affect his swing? Yeah, sure. His his range might be. You no, know, he's always had a big swing. I don't think it'll but affect his swing. But he's made contact. I don't think it'll affect his swing. He might actually shorten could, his swing it up. It could affect his balance, though. Yeah, I think it'll shorten his swing and, up. And his range anything. in the field, I think, is, is It'll be affected. Yeah. It'll be affected. But I, I still think over. What is okay. uh, number five? Number five. Okay, now I'm guessing the Patriots will look to draft a quarterback this year in the draft. James is shaking his... No? Nope. Okay. I'll tell you why after you ask the question. All right. <laughs> if the Patriots draft a quarterback this year, what round... Will they draft it? And I'm going with fifth round. Over or under? Are we doing under? Under is like one through under four. Would be, no, under would be. Under would be the sixth? Yeah. And, and over would over be. Over would be. Earlier. Sixth or seventh. No, no, no. No, no, no. Now I'm confused. All right. Let's under? do before or after okay. for this one. Okay, 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 okay. So before the fifth round or after the fifth round? <laughs> Let me give my answer and then I'll just give you the microphone and you can say what you want to okay. say. I'm going before the fifth round. I think it's going to be early. So they're going to they're going to use a pick on the top four, which they have a ton of them. Yeah, I think I think first two rounds. I would say probably in the second round. Okay. Now James has <clears throat> Grez, Grez agrees with me after uh, second round. James uh, Grez agrees. So James has a theory that he brought to my attention. I can attest to this; it's real. Okay, I think I know where you're going with this. Four to six weeks ago. Yep. And I shot him down mm-hmm. and told him and told him never to speak of it again. And now, now you're going to let ja- him talk. Yep, James, you're go ahead. Give the microphone. Here, go ahead. Okay. So my theory is, uh, Cliff Kingsbury is a quarterback that likes mobile. Yeah. Did you know he was Brady's backup for a while? Yeah, you knew I didn't that. Know that. Okay. Football is like my background. You're a football savant. Uh, yeah. Um, and what? We Cliff, lost Michael. Where'd he go? <laughs> Cliff. Basically, coach Patrick Mahomes. Okay. As a mobile quarterback. Who is the number one mobile quarterback on that board? Kyler Murray. Okay. Cardinals who, who have, they have talked to. Who they yeah. said, who he said if he had right. the number one pick in the draft. Did you mention Kingsbury's now the head coach of the Cardinals? Oh, yeah. By the way. Uh, that's, that's the key to the whole thing. <laughs> and then who did Cardinals draft last year? Josh Rosen. Who has a lot of picks and need an heir to the throne? That would be your New England Patriots, six-time Super Bowl champions. Yeah. Where you can get at Fanatics by using the links <laughs> down below. <laughs> okay. All, right. All right. So there, answer my question. Right. Josh Rosen will be the heir of the throne. Let me ask you. I'll ask both of you. So that that, Why? that has now been reported. Like Michael yep. Hurley wrote it. Like a bunch of people have wrote it. Okay. I just wanted to give James his moment because he honestly brought it up 
I want to say it was like six weeks ago. Okay. It was before. It was before. It was whenever. Whenever it came out that Kins- look at the love Kinsbury, of James pouring out on the chat. That Kin- that Kingsbury said Kingsbury. What is his name? Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury, Kingsbury said that he if he ever had the number one pick in the draft he would take Kyler Murray. And, and now and oh now by the does. way he has the number one pick yep. in the draft. And James was like this is my theory. And I was like James no that's never going to happen please. So just look to the Cleveland Browns, Cliff. You can't draft a quarterback with your first round pick every year. You don't get better that way. I don't know. Baker Mayfield was number one overall pick, wasn't? Yeah, he? but how many came before him? A lot. So a you're lot. you're wasting your first round picks when you should be, oh I don't know, getting an offensive tackle to block for your quarterback maybe. But they weren't. They're not even projecting him. They're projecting uh, Joey Bosa's brother. Who's a defensive player? Right. Nick, yeah. Yeah, Nick Bosa. Their defense is. Their defense is pretty good. So, I, so the Cardinals my, are pretty good. I think. Yeah. Here's my question on Rose. They should be. I mean, yeah, right. they they were good before. Uh, who was the quarterback? Um, Palmer. Palmer. Thank you, James. I was going to say Kurt Warner. I was, I was going <laughs> to. Um, anyway, um, why would Rosen, you're going to bring him in to sit behind Brady for two years? One. At least? One. So you think Brady's got one year left? Yes. Yes. One okay. Yes. One and a half. <laughs> That'll be our next over-under. How many years does Brady have left? <laughs> all right. So All right. So one year. So you think he's in for one year? Brady, yeah. yeah. Because if if it's more than that, now you've got a potential Garoppolo situation where yeah, no. now now you're pushing. You know, he. It, I mean, if if they trade for Rosen, it's one year. If they draft a quarterback, it's probably more than that because then they have to develop right. a dude. And, right. Yeah. So, but if they trade for Rosen, right, one year. And what's his contract status? Well, he's, he's I mean, got, he was he, a first round pick, so got, that, that's going to be some pretty good money tied up for a backup. That, yeah, I don't know. Who cares? For like a six-year deal, and last year was his first, so maybe five years left. But what's the money? Yeah, who cares? Uh, it's just well, money. that's the reason they didn't keep Garoppolo. Is they didn't you, want to tie you up that know much money. that you know that the money in the NFL is 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 a joke, so it doesn't really matter. Um, are you going before or after the fifth round? I'm going to go after. I don't. I don't. They're going to take another another. Uh, what's his name? Danny Etling. Danny Etling. Who they like in the sixth round? Who they like? Practice. That seems yeah. like such a waste. Anyway, neither, neither here nor there. What is what is the okay. final the final question? Final question has to do with Bobby Kraft. I'm assuming he's getting suspended by the league, which you made a a point loud and clear. It means, means nothing. nothing, but he's going to get suspended. Over under number of games he gets suspended. I'm going to bump it up a little to six and a half. Ooh, James, your thoughts? Five games. Five games. Ezra got six. One game. Ursay okay. got six? Yeah, Ursay got six games. And you made a point last week that he was drunk driving, which it is was a way far worse offense because he could have hurt somebody. Way worse. Yeah. Way, 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 way worse. But he's not the owner of the New England Patriots. Uh huh. And what, I'm is going, that, what does that mean? I'm going over. Okay. I'm going over six games. Why? Because it's the New England Patriots. You're stealing my thunder, dude. Sorry, but uh, no, it's the same thing with with all the black marks against the Patriots yeah, over I'm, the years. I'm going. Although this is not a, it's not a field related thing, right, but it's, it's still, it's almost the Patriots, like and it's, it's almost like, it's like a sliding scale, right? First time offender, you get this. Second exactly. time offender, you get this. Third time, so whatever. And here this we is, are again spanking the Patriots. So, yep, yep, but. I believe the fine. I could be wrong, but I'm I'm 97% sure that the maximum fine is 500,000. That's what he'll get. Right, which I think he would get more if he could. 
I think he would get fined more no, if he, he could. He, no, no, he would. He would so be another gonna, million. You gonna, let a little air out of football, you get a million. Yeah. You get a little... Right. You get 500,000. <laughs> like, so like Either that, way, the sound that was made was... <laughs> <laughs> but... So I, I think that's what... They'll make it up with the number of games. Yeah. So you, you can't find him more, so... Right. I think it's at least 10. Now, who knows? Maybe there's... Maybe there's... Uh, Maybe there's a limit on the amount of games you can. No, there there can't. There isn't. No, there isn't because it's like con, detrimental to the league or personal conduct. Yeah. And those guys get right. those guys get right. four, six. Like they don't. They just they just throw. They just pick a number, I right? Think the max is ten. The max is ten. Max is ten. Then he'll get ten. Suspended. If it's ten, he'll get ten. If that's what the max is, he'll get ten. Just because he's a. I I honestly wouldn't be shocked if Goodell tries to get him suspended for the whole season. Now what? Now, and I don't think it'll happen this year. No, let me ask you this, quickly, 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 because we're running out of time, and that's all of our that's all of our questions. We have a time limit. Yes, we're supposed to be under an hour. We never are. Oh. But Kraft is fighting it again. Whatever. Well, he pled, let's say pled not guilty. Let's say he gets found not guilty. Does the league still suspend him? Yeah. Yes. Um, well, supposedly there's. I'm sorry, James. No, um, the league still has the opportunity to suspend no matter what. Uh, of course, happened in a court of law with a player, and he w- the player was not guilty. Yeah, Ray Rice. Yeah. yeah, Ray Rice. Yeah, yes. And or is he? Ray Lewis. <laughs> well, Ray Lewis. Well, I don't think he got suspended for that. No, he, no, didn't. he did. No, no, he literally got nothing. Ray Rice. Ray Rice couldn't run anymore. That's why he lost his job. Yeah, that's why he lost his job. Yeah, he didn't. Right. He didn't end up playing, but, right. but he, said he I think he got suspended though. Right, because who's the running back for the Kareem Hunt? He's he's teams are already interested in him. He's signed. He's under the Browns. Oh, that's right. That's signed. Right. That's right. That's right. So, but he's gonna he's gonna get suspended too. Possibly. No, he will. No, yeah. no, no. He definitely will. He'll get four games. That's two yeah. Games. Zeke Zeke so, Elliott uh, just got six games right last year. Yes, and he was um, right. not guilty. And he was found not guilty. Right. He was found not guilty, but he still got suspended right. for the league. So so now similar to Ray Rice. Supposedly, there's a video out there. I don't even so see it. So even if he's found not guilty by some the craft video legal quirk, yeah, yeah, I'm so good. Supposedly, uh, who cares? I'm not saying I want to see it, who cares? but over it. <laughs> you know it'll be all over the place once it is. And so there's your visual evidence. So just that alone is a black eye for the league, right? No, no, he. So if he gets off on gonna, some legal technicality, I think he's going to get suspended either way. I was just asking your opinion. Okay, that's all. That's all. I didn't mean didn't mean to spark didn't mean to spark a Zeke Elliott debate. I know Ryan is now throwing stuff at his at his radio at his while two he's children. while he's listening. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> while he's he listening. He has two kids, this. right? Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, two little girls. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I wasn't paying too too much attention. Do we have any questions come in via via um, chat, or are they just more comments, or did we answer them as we as we kind of went along? Mom did. Yeah. What did she ask? Do you remember? He should have gotten more than six. I don't know who that was in. in. She's behind. This, this, is, some, this is some good radio. <laughs> right no, I here, know, isn't it? I know. Nothing James, like James, James let's, let's recap. I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess. I can't remember. I, I. I don't remember. I think we answered all of the questions as we went along. So, um, I guess we can. Uh, we can log off. Okay. That's uh, how I feel. Can they afford a hole in the lineup? Oh yeah, we 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 answered oh, that. Yeah. We did answer that. We did answer that. <laughs> um, so anyway thank you guys for tuning in we do appreciate um, 
we do appreciate you tuning in. We do appreciate the the comments flying as uh, as we as we record, and you know we try to answer the questions as we go along. Um, don't forget, you can go to our articles, click on the fanatics or the MLB shop, NHL shop, whichever whichever team we're uh, we're writing about, and uh, click that link. You can buy some stuff, and everybody goes home happy. You don't forget to use code BSS at SeatGeek.com for twenty dollars off of your first purchase on any uh, on any tickets for any event that you are looking to go to. And uh, be sure to check out our website, www.bostonsportssyndicate.com, for all of the articles and any other information that you may need. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast provided by I Am CDM. Boston Sports Syndicate. Yes. See you back.